Hello and welcome to Calling All Detectives from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Calling All Detectives. When I thought that a man accused of murder was innocent, I was rewarded by having my license suspended. That is the situation on this page from my casebook. The casebook of Jerry Browning, Private Detective. The troubles that a private detective like me, Jerry Browning, has are not all confined to crooks. Browning, don't slam the door when you walk in here. I'm sorry, Mr. District Attorney. You are not sorry, you're just insolent. Harry knew it. The District Attorney and I were not what you'd call pals. I've got you dead to rights, Browning. Intimidating a witness. Concealing evidence. What's your defense against these charges? No defense, sir. I thought so. Browning, your license as a private detective is indefinitely suspended. Give me your license. I took out my wallet, gave him the card. Knew it stared at me across his desk. You're a strange man, Browning. You've got big clients. Consolidated insurance. The Great Valley Railroad. You could do well without ever tangling with me. Don't you care whether you make a living or not? That's a good question, Mr. Newitt. My big trouble is that I can't sleep nights as long as I think that an innocent man is going to jail. When I tangled once too often with Harry Newitt, the district attorney, my license was indefinitely suspended. Don't look to me for sympathy, Browning. As head of the Investigations Department of Consolidated Insurance, my responsibility is to the company, not to people who work for me. I'm not complaining, Mr. Cooley. Just telling you why I can't work for you anymore. Cooley pinned me with his glacial blue eyes. What was the specific cause of your suspension? Not that I care. The Furman case, Mr. Cooley. They're holding Tyler Furman for the murder of his wife, largely on the evidence of Emmett Arnold, who's supposed to be a friend of the family. That's a complicated case. I won't bother you with the details. I happen to think that Arnold is lying. Hmm. Now, what about this evidence you're supposed to be concealing? Harry Newitt thinks I've got the murder weapon. A turquoise-inlaid letter opener that's missing from Furman's desk. Cooley nodded. Naturally, you haven't got it. Yes, I have. I'm trying to prove that Emmett Arnold stole it and hid it in some shrubbery where I found it. Browning, you're insane! Get out of here! Yes, sir. Oh, wait a second! Come back here! Yes, Mr. Cooley? Browning, I don't believe in loyalty. Just a word for fully sentiment. <coughs> However, you are now a full-time employee of Consolidated Insurance, 85 a week. Don't thank me. But, Mr. Cooley, I... Shut up! You always talk too much. Your first assignment, this is official, is the investigation of Mrs. Tyler Thurman's death. I uh, have no doubt that somebody contemplated taking insurance on her life. Worth checking into. Stop now! went back to my office, found it ransacked. But that was nothing compared to the way my apartment looked when I got there. Books pulled from the shelves, a bed torn apart, even sofa cushions ripped open. I ran downstairs to my garage. My car had been broken into. I expected that and didn't mind. I raised the trunk lid, fumbled behind the spare tire, 
and found the carefully wrapped letter opener that had taken the life of Mrs. Tyler Furman. I grinned, put the letter opener inside my coat, closed the trunk, got the car started. Emmett Arnold was a big, hearty man with a warm hand clasp. Well, well, Browning, to what do I owe this pleasure? Uh, Mr. Arnold, I, uh, I'm still checking into the death of Mrs. Tyler Furman and... <laughs> now, Browning, really, I read the district attorney's statement about you in the afternoon paper. License revoked, wasn't it? Yeah. Look, Mr. Arnold, I'll admit I got a little rough with you the other day, but that's water over the dam. Right now, I'm in a jam. I need money. Arnold's face got cold and hard. Is this blackmail? I shrugged. I, uh, have the murder weapon the DA was yelling about. It's worth something. I don't believe you. I didn't think you would, so I brought it along. The DA places a high value on this. My office and apartment were searched today, and I mean searched. I took the wrapped letter opener from my coat, unwrapped it, held it carefully by its tip, let Arnold see it. Arnold walked up to me. Give me that letter opener, you fool! I let him take it from me without a struggle. And when he had it, I pulled my gun. Don't move, Arnold, because I don't mind shooting you now that your fingerprints are on that letter opener. I thought Arnold would faint. He offered me money, more money than I ever had or hoped to have. No, no money. I've got you framed on a first-degree murder rap that I can make stick. I'll swap you, your life. For the real story of how Mrs. Furman died. And it better be the real story the first time you tell it. Arnold was sick with fear. It, uh, it was an accident. Tyler was upstairs. He and his wife breaking up. He thought I'd encourage her to leave him. It wasn't true. I argued with her. She accused me of uh, stealing money on investments I made for him. She got excited, picked up the letter opener, attacked me. It was self-defense, Brownie. I sat there and listened. Yeah. I think it was. You were afraid that if she left him, Furman's suspicion of you would make him check into how you'd been spending his money. So to prevent the breakup, you covered larceny with murder. Unpremeditated, but still murder. Come on. Where are you taking me? To the DA. Don't worry. You tell him your story the way it happened. And I'll admit that the fingerprints are fake. Let's go. Arnold told his story again. He didn't have much choice, and I kept my share of the bargain. Knew it almost had a stroke. You fake fingerprints. You intimidated. You coerced. You... <laughs> nice work, Browning. I guess. <laughs> Mr. Newitt, I set the whole thing up. In- intimated that I had the weapon, got myself suspended just to smoke out Arnold, get him to search my apartment. He searched your apartment? Yeah. My office, too. I let him believe I thought you'd done it. I guess he's never heard of search warrants. That proved to me that he was worried and guilty. There were no fingerprints on the letter opener. He'd wipe them off. But a killer is never sure. Browning, the next time you step out of line, you won't be this lucky. I went back to John Cooley, told him all about it. He barely listened. No insurance angle. Too bad. That's all, Browning. You go back on retainer. And that was all. Except that Emmett Arnold got ten years for manslaughter and ten more for grand larceny. Like I said, you sometimes have to fight practically everybody to get at truth. And you do it if you think the truth is important enough. 